Hi, everybody. This is Dr. D.L. Lewis, again, your show host, and I want to welcome you back to my show called Unvarnished. Glad you could uh, tune in and listen and uh, check me out, see what's going on this week, lately, the last several weeks. Been kind of dealing with and addressing relationships, personal relationships, love relationships uh, of that nature. And um, and we're going to pick back up with that probably next week. But uh, this for this week, I'm going to switch gears on you a little bit uh, in keeping with uh, what's going on. I was going to say in the country today, but as I follow the news, I have to say in keeping with what is going on in the world globally as it relates to Black Lives Matter or racial inequality or racial equality, whichever way you want to look at it. But that's what we're gonna kind of be uh, looking at today, because uh, I love the energy that I've been seeing. I'm not a fan of the um, of the of the violence, and uh, but I do understand that many uh, will think that maybe that is the best way for their voice to be heard because it's been unheard for so long. So, you know, I do I do get where they're coming from, but at the other hand, I'm thinking, you know, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar, or maybe we could just have a little bit more conversation and communication on them on the matter. I know it's been trust me, I know it's been a long time coming me being 60 plus years and uh, I haven't seen the progress either that I thought I would have seen by now so if you're 30 and you're frustrated oh my goodness what do you think I'm feeling at this point in my life trust me I get it so that's why I'm kind of switching on you this week and instead of dealing with just love relationships which we will get back to. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna talk to you a little bit and give you my take and uh, my opinions and my perspective on community uh, empowerment. Because if you're gonna have a a movement like this, my thing is, what do you want to come out of it moving forward? What are your long term uh, goals and plans and you know how do you propose implementing that once you ha- have those discussions just about what that's going to be and how you're going to get there so empowerment community empowerment so what is it really you're, you're asking my belief is that community empowerment is what one embraces to make their neighborhoods and communities stronger. Because when we use words like 
you know, communities or empowerment or making things stronger and better by what we know. You know, we often convey meanings that we do not intend or meanings that we do not know we are conveying, you know, because there are emotions and assumptions associated with words and all words that we use. Like, take the word, you know, poverty, for example. In the assistance industry, you know, helpers of development, you know, we often see ourselves as as soldiers and uh, this so-called war against poverty. You know, poverty is what we all want to defeat, I hope. But what is the opposite of poverty? If you said wealth, you know, you would be correct. So how we do not like to admit we are soldiers in the war in favor of wealth, you know why? Because while poverty and wealth are technically opposite, there are many assumptions and emotions and hidden values that are attached to both of these words. And those are conveyed along with their overt meanings. Somehow, it is morally okay to help the poor, but we do not always like to keep in our conscious thoughts that we are helping them to obtain wealth. The module, you know, on income generation is more acceptable when it is named as income generation than as wealth generation, even though uh, wealth is a more accurate economic term where the objective is to generate wealth rather than merely transfer money. You know, the term wealth comes with hidden emotional baggage that implies it means huge richness. But poverty is a problem because there are disparities in wealth and some have more than others. You know, if genuine equality were possible and it is not you may be happy to learn then poverty would not be a problem clearly and closely associated with wealth or power and capacity communities and individuals that have lots of one usually have Lots of all three and vice versa. Now those with low wealth usually have low power and low capacity. Would you agree? So when we want to improve the conditions of people in low income communities, poor communities, marginalized communities 
We want them to have more wealth, power, and capacity. But usually they don't want you to have too much. It is nice, we think, to help the poor, but in our hidden desires, we do not want them to become rich, or at least we do not want them to become as rich as us. You know, not me per se, but like the us, them that are already like rich. You know how they want you to do okay, you know, but secretly they don't really want you to do better than them okay because they just wouldn't be okay with that, you know, okay? So we don't want to admit that, but that's usually just the silent truth of the matter. And, uh, Another of the emotionally uh, Latin words we use today is democracy. We are all in favor of it, apparently. But are we really? When we look carefully at the meaning of democracy, it turns out that we are not always in favor of it, especially if it means having to give up some of our own relative power or wealth or capacity. Many who say they are in favor of democracy are really in favor of a set of institutions, you know, that allow them to represent, you know, the people. This is representational democracy that is almost as a contradiction uh, in terms really because the meaning of democracy is power to the people demo equals people democracy equals power and the process of voting for representatives takes power away from people and gives it to the vote winners. When we say we want to empower a community, we mean that we want to democratize it. That does not necessarily mean we want them to have votes to choose their representative, (laughs) you know, as in the British or the American political model, it means we want the people, not just individuals, as a whole, collectively, to have power. We want to find ways for the community to have more power, wealth, and capacity. The communities most deserving, you know, of the assistance then are those with the least amount of power, wealth, and capacity. And we must be aware, you know, of our hidden desire to keep them poor, powerless, and incapable just so that we can keep giving them our charity. If we genuinely want to to empower them, we must do it in such a way that they become independent of charity. 
that they become self-sufficient, that they come and can sustain, you know, their own development without help. Our own desire uh, for wealth and power are normal, very normal, and it's very natural. You know, we need not be ashamed, you know, of that. We must, however, keep in mind that in our desire to help people who are poor and powerless, that we do not do so in ways that in the long run keep them poor and powerless and dependent upon charity or systems. The training documents um, that usually are given out in these, um, you know, grassroots community empowerment type uh, meetings or events, you know, emphasize models and techniques rather than, than theory or ideology, you know, to effectively use, you know, for the empowerment of your community. So importantly, you know, we must also constantly examine our own motives and purpose behind what we do. We have to examine it. Look at it, your motives, and be honest about what they really are. We sometimes use the term charity approach, you know, to name dependency-producing methods of giving help. And charity in itself and of itself, it's not bad in so much as it is based upon generosity, you know, a value that we strong, that strongly support. What we mean by the charity approach, however, is, you know, a way of helping poor and powerless people that does not help them to become self-reliant. Gifts that make the receivers more dependent upon the givers are not truly generous. They sustain poverty. They keep the givers in a position of giving. And if you give something to a person or a group in need, you temporarily alleviate their need. You can be quite sure that um, when they're and they are in need again, they will come back to where they receive their first assistance. This is not bad, but it is human nature or the nature of survival, you know, for any organism. But if you want that person or a group to become self-reliant, you need to be sure they want something in the first place then you must find ways for them to work or to struggle for it so that when they need it again they will not come begging for it if they get something for free they will know that it was worth 
to them every penny they spent on it. You know, we as a community um, just have to be about it because the struggle is real. But the fight to have and be and do all that we can be, have, and do, that has to be just as real too. And it has to be pursued uh, and pursued by all means necessary because it is incumbent upon us our duty and our responsibility to leave this world better than we found it and to make it a little easier for the generations that we're leaving behind us that and that is coming up uh, behind us, I mean to say. So, you know, I have to do my part to make sure, you know, you have it a little easier, but then you still have to be doing your part where you are at your station in life to make sure it's a little easier for the ones that are coming up behind you. It's a work that's never ending. It's never ending and it's never ceasing. And I want to implore you uh, to keep doing what you're doing positively and moving forward. And I commend you for anything that you are doing that is positive and uh, and in keeping with all of the teachings of our ancestors because I know you're not you know our ancestors but then in a sense yes you are so let's honor them and uh, do what is necessary uh, for the good and for the greater good and by no means do we ever want to dishonor all the blood sweat and tears that has allowed us to be where we are today well that's all I got for you now we're going to pick up on it again you know at some point Uh, but everybody just keep your ear to the ground keep your eyes open stay woke many are waking up from a nap they've been in for quite a while but uh, seem like a lot of a lot of people have awakened so let's keep it moving let's keep it positive Let's make it better.